Welcome to another episode of Old School Thoughts. And thank you for all that you do to make this podcast possible. Make you, you know, thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to share it, to play back, and send feedback. Today, I returned to Frank Chester Recreation Center to speak to two young men uh, that I met yesterday at the gym. One is Kiwan, and the other is Joshua. And they are young bloods, so they got to give us this perspective of old school and new school. And and before I go any further, I would like to turn the microphone over to them, give them a chance to greet you all, and then we'll go right into the conversation. Okay, guys. Good evening. My name is Kiwan. Good evening. My name is Joshua. Hey, look, Kiwan and Joshua, number one, I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to interview you. You know, when you hear old school, what what comes to your mind? Let's just get that out of the opening right there. So when you hear old school, what comes to your mind? Throwback. <laughs> Throwback, the past, before us. Uh-huh. And so now, when were you all born? I was born in 1999. 2000? 1999 to 2000. Man, I was, uh, if you know, if I say when I was born, it sounds like you ever asked me if I was in slavery or something, you know? So, <laughs> so I was born in 1959. So look, when we when we assess, you know, the relationship between old school and new school, how do you res- you see the relationship between old school and new school? Well, I would say it's kind of much similar, but in its own way it's not because if you really just sit and you just look and think about like the differences only thing is between the new school and the old school is a time difference. In what way? Like that got us by years, mm-hmm. but if you really realize like how things is in the world, it's really much the same, whether it's in the new school or the old school. Mm-hmm. So Joshua, how you see that? I was gonna say basically you gotta look at it as respect. Back then, everybody respected each other and actually wanted to progress in the world the new school we're trying to do the same thing but as we grow the world is expanding also so old school i'm not gonna say that the times were slower but with the 21st century a lot of things are moving faster and we just had to adapt quicker you know when i look at it and and i've done some episodes in the past where i've talked about you know we didn't have the internet we didn't have all of the technology you all have today. So really, we couldn't expand beyond our neighborhood. Whatever was going on, it happened in the neighborhood, and it took someone to come to your neighborhood to let you know what was going on somewhere else. You all receive it instantaneously, right? And you are affected by so many things. What, how do you feel, I, I mean, here it is. We seem to communicate differently from one thing. When I was younger, I could talk about life when I get older. Younger people today can't seem to talk about growing old, you know, because of what takes place in you all's world. How does that affect you? Or does it affect you at all? It definitely will affect us because in today's world, we got to think about death and jail. Mm-hmm. Because as just being a African-American, the white man, they expect us to either be dead or in jail. They already put us as a number. 
So when you try to think about growing old, it's always the what ifs. What if this happened? What if I'm in the wrong place at the wrong time? What if a stray bullet just hit me and I'm just in the car? You always gotta think about life or death or will I be locked up just because of the color of my skin? Not only that, it's, it's just like, basically like what he said, it depend on us to go to jail and die. It's basically like it's a system with them. So when you think about it and when you're not giving a young person the opportunity to, to think positive and you just got us labeled already before you give us a chance to even show that we're actually this and we're actually that, we're not going to actually think about going further in, in years in life. We're going to live it day by day because we're labeled. And we don't want to be labeled how they're, they're labeling us. We want to be labeled how we want to be labeled. If we're not giving the opportunity to be labeled how we want to be labeled, then folks are just not going to look into the future. They're just going to want to live it day by day. And we don't really, we're not giving the opportunity for real. What, what is my generation lacking? What is this separation between my generation, and I mean old school, and how we communicate with you, how we perceive you, what is this separation that you all seem to feel, or is there any separation that we display? There is, def there is definitely a separation because they don't see the way that we see it. Back then, most of the times, everybody, it was either Army, get a job, or you just got to grind. You're right. Now we have the same opportunities, but it's more opportunities for us to succeed, but I'm not gonna say they don't help us get into the right steps, but it's that block and that step above to where they see, oh, this the new generation. They only want to do this. They look at, they look at us basically how the white people look at us. Oh, they're just little thugs because they wear those kind of clothes. We don't put on suits or dress up every day, or we don't want to go sit behind an office or a telephone to work. They want us to be basically how they, how the system is, go to school, get a job, work till you get old, and then die. They don't, I'm not going to say they don't want us to live, but us with the new generation, we're seeing different ways to live. So everybody have their own different style of living, grinding, hustling, and trying to make their own money for their family that the old generation don't see it because the system that y'all went through we don't have to go through, even though it's harder for us to live because the cops will stop us. Back then, things did go different, but now it's just certain things that we have to live through that I'm not going to say y'all wouldn't understand, but y'all didn't have to go through it. And then not only that is, it's basically like a time gap. Basically, like what you said earlier, we have more opportunity. We have more stuff. So... With the situation, I wouldn't say that it's like a block. I would say like it's it's like a miscommunication. Mm -hmm. Basically, like what he said is like we're we're labeled and they picture us as one thing, but it might not even be like that. We might just because we like to dress a certain kind of way. Not saying that it's all right, but. It's a, it's a different time. It's a, a new generation. So 
we have we look at things different. Y'all have y'all views on things. We have our views on things. But sometimes if we can't come together to make just one big old view, it would never be right. Because how can we listen to y'all and y'all listen to us if ain't nobody trying to listen to each other? You're right. My thing is, I think I feel like everybody should come together as one, especially black people or just any race or minority should come together as one and be able to, to hear each other out. If you can't do that, how can we move on in the world to be better people? Well, you know what? I, I tell you, you have opened my eyes um, because I grew up during that time where we were trying to show the world that we were better than they saw us. I grew up in segregation. And growing up in segregation, and I've said before, it's not that the white people were better, we just thought they were better because the situations in life were better. And the way we dressed and everything, our parents dressed us, and if you look back on it, kind of like dressed us for success. We wanted to show we can dress just as good as anybody else. It's not that we had the, 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 the money to buy expensive clothing, but we, we took what we had and we dressed. So I remember when, when the sagging pants started and my, my son wanted to go down that road and I said, no, you're not gonna sag your pants. I, I would allow you to buy pants that are too large and a, lo- and a little bit longer. And so I've been a critic of guys and ladies who are wearing their pants sag and showing their underwear and things of that nature. But at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm looking at it from the standpoint of why would you want to? You know, why would you want to? It's not so bad that I've labeled you as anything else. It's just that at some point you say, I've outgrown that. You know, so how did you see what I'm saying and how does that fit in to your everyday conversation? Well, with me, how I look at it, you got people that, if it's a trend, they're going to do it. But yeah. I'm the type of person, I'm my own person. I'm not gonna, I want to lead, not follow. Right. It's we, we both like that. We're going to lead, we're not going to follow. Mm-hmm. That's just how we came up. Mm-hmm. And then some of the people that we had not like that was older than us, they taught us like that. They installed that into us, be your own person. So I'm the type of person that would just rather be my own person than not follow. Right. I have my own things of how I go about things. See me, I'm a family man. I have a child. I wouldn't want to be like everybody else. I would want to set up something for my son so he could be able to set something when he get older mm-hmm. and for his child. Mm-hmm. And then the next child after that child. Everybody's not like that. Everybody don't want to lead their own paths. Everybody want to go by trend. That's mm-hmm. what it is really about nowadays. Everybody want to do what everybody else is doing. But sometimes it's not the best thing. It's mm-hmm. best that you would want to be your own and just do whatever it is you feel like you are pleased to do and what would make it better for you to go by in life. And that's how I look at it. Joshua, how do you look at it? My point of view is the knowledge. A lot of people, the like, my people are very old school. My grandfather is 90. So he is thought that knowledge is power. A lot of people don't look at knowledge as power because they don't like to read. People always say the white people put their knowledge in books. 
because black people didn't know how to read we weren't allowed to read back then mm -hmm. but now people just don't read we just don't read because they don't feel like we need to because we can ask siri go to google and type in whatever we need to get an answer but when you sit there and you actually think and use your left and your right side of your brain there's a lot of knowledge that a lot of people just don't know it's a difference between common sense and book sense a lot of people can have a lot of common sense but no book sense to where that the world you'll get bypassed because there's knowledge coming out every day of certain things but also you can have too much book sense and not enough common sense to where that you can get bypassed just because I'm not going to call you stupid or retarded, but that's just the way you're acting because you're thinking too much in books and not looking at reality. It's a difference between a book and living day to day. Like Kiwan said, the trend. A lot of people can do what the trend do, but that's just not going to say that's common sense. You're just doing what everybody else is doing. If you do live your life your way and you think your own way, then you don't know you could change the way that somebody else think just by your words. You can make somebody else thought actually think of another thought because of your thought. Not saying that everybody is gonna think the same way, but when you actually think of a thought, your brain actually comprehends it different. A lot of people can talk and listen, but can you comprehend what somebody is saying? So, so how do, what should we do? What, what did you all have as younger people, younger children, that has gotten away from you as an adult? You know, whether it's programs in the city, things you used to do in the community. What things were there that are missing now? The Rick. This Rick right here, Coach Tim. The activities we had every day during the summer, different things we had to do, the teams, everything. I can truly say COVID messed up a lot, but things was happening before COVID, but COVID messed up a lot of things because having Coach Tim since we were younger, Coach Tim and this wreck has been here for a while. He kept a lot of old school the generation before us and even the generation after us out of a lot of trouble. But when certain things happened and the wreck was closed, a lot of things got messed up. Like activities, field trips, everything. It, it gave us a reason to do something. And, and like, I can agree with him a lot because if you look at it, Coach Tim, he, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't think like how we think. We wouldn't be here, and even for the wreck. Like he said, the gym kept us out of a lot of trouble. Coach Tim gave us a lot of stuff to do, whether it was basketball, flat football, going to Auburn with him. The people that he took under his wing, they are able to open their eyes and see things different, other than people that didn't want to listen to him and didn't want to take his word or his advice. So, one thing that's an appreciation for Coach Tim. Yes, sir. A big one. What would you say to a group of old schoolers if they were sitting right here with us right now? What would you say to them to open their eyes about how you see the relationship between the two generations? 
I would say thank you because it's a lot of stuff when you realize that y'all fought for, it wouldn't be possible for us to live how we live today if it wasn't for y'all. So I would I would have to say thank all the, the older generation because without y'all, y'all with y'all opening y'all eyes to a lot of stuff, for the new generation, it helped us open our eyes. Once y'all actually talk to us and get us to understand on how to see the world, you gotta look at the fact of without the knowledge that y'all had, it wouldn't be possible for us to have the same knowledge. So I would have to say thank y'all. Mm -hmm. My point of view, I would definitely say thank you because y'all adapted and lived through a lot of stuff that what we learned and the way that we act, we probably want to live through. The certain things y'all definitely had to adapt to just because, I'm gonna say it, being down south, it was very hard. So just adapting to that life and steadily going, you have to say thank you, but also let the old school generation actually, can y'all listen and comprehend what we are saying of how the world moves? because every second is different than the past. Like, oh, you need to do this how I did it. Well, this generation, things are a lot different than the past because a lot of people don't take their children to church. A lot of kids aren't going to vacation Bible school or they don't even send their kids to the wreck. They just let their kids do what they do but at the same time, when you install discipline, it's different. This new generation, I'm not going to say the discipline is different, but it's not as hard as y'all was disciplined. That's right. So I would say for the new generation, we definitely have to say thank you because y'all discipline definitely helped us when y'all do talk to us. But at the same time, a lot of new generations don't have the discipline to listen or comprehend what y'all say. So how do we reach? The, I mean, because I'm, I'm constantly saying if you're going to talk to young people, you have to get them in the right environment to where they're willing to listen. So I don't really, you know, I question, can I have, would I be able to have the same conversation with two guys your age group walking down the street and create this kind of constructive conversation well I can say I ain't gonna say you can't it uh -huh. how I look at it it's 50-50 and it, it's not depending on it's the person uh -huh. if the person want to be talked to or help or if they want to be able to just like us just sit and just tell y'all how we see things right and listen to how y'all see things it's really based off the person. It's just like he said, our generation, when it comes down to discipline on listening, not everybody's going to listen. Mm -hmm. You got some that's going to listen. The people that had the knowledge installed to them, they might listen. The people that didn't have that same knowledge installed, I wouldn't say not going to listen, but you, it's not a higher percentage chance that you're going to get them to listen and talk. Mm -hmm. So my thing what the situation is if you want to get people involved maybe sometimes I think the older generation should just sit and listen to like get them involved in something that they like doing right if you do that 
is basically take it back to Coach Tim. Coach Tim did a lot of things that got a young, a lot of young people involved to where he could get them to listen. If you could do that, then I'm pretty sure you could get a higher percentage of people to get involved, talk, and not only just talk, but listen. Right. It's just a lot of things that the new generation and the old generation need to come together on to make things better for our people to get go forward in life. Right. Basically. Okay. So <laughs> I wish we could keep this conversation going much longer. Uh, I promise you that I will keep it around 20 minutes. So I'm going to, you know, close out. But I would definitely like to continue to come back to Franchester. And if I get a chance to speak to you all again, I would like to, you know, extend this conversation and get you all to educate not only me, but educate my generation um, as well. You know, are there any last words that you all would like to say? I'd like to say thank you personally mm-hmm. because without you trying to get involved with the new generation and getting the older generation to hear the new generation out, it wouldn't be possible to try to fix things or make things better without you trying to do that. So I would like to thank you and I would like to thank your listeners for listening to us and see how we actually look at things and how we feel about things. All right. Joshua. From my point of view, just say thank you to you and your listeners because like my brother Kiwan said, the old generation they do try to force I'm not gonna say force they do try to make us do things that we don't want to do but as a new generation we also have to listen and comprehend and see why they constantly tell us to do things because at the same time how you said if you went down the street and tried to get two other people you don't know if that person is just having a bad day and just don't want to talk or what they have went through like just growing up being on the south side of Columbus, death and just being black has definitely took a toll on black people and the way that the white people see us. So the old generation, they went through it. They know what it takes to get through it, but also we're living in more faster stage of living to where we have to adapt quicker and grow quicker. So just being together as one and not looking and criticizing somebody without actually talking to them because I could have on the most what old school people call it thuggish clothes but without you talking to me I could be one of the smartest people in Columbus That's right. but just because of my clothes you already criticized me and shunned me out and not knowing what my thoughts are. Well, I, I will tell you, I, I fully understand it, but I'm so happy to hear it again. I grew up all of my life under those stereotypes. We have all lived our life under those stereotypes of people just looking at us by the color of our skin, by the way we dress, or anything else, and you've reached a conclusion. It doesn't matter what kind of clothes you're wearing. And I'm so happy that I've gotten a chance to meet both of you, to hear what you have to say, because you have brought so many things back home. Regardless of how well we think we are doing and how far we think we have traveled, we still live during the time of stereotypes. 
and those stereotypes have had a serious impact on us. And uh, again, I would like to just thank you. I will make sure that as many people possible hear this episode and I will extend another conversation to you, another opportunity so that we can learn from you uh, what things we've probably forgotten. So uh, I would like to just say thank you. Old school, I'd like to say I love you. But to my listeners, you all know how I feel about you as well. I love you. And until next time, be good. Have a blessed one. You too.